Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Urban Lily Talks Trope uh, podcast. I'm 40-something Ajuma, and with me today is my regular conversational partner, Absolute M from Jung Haven Forums. And I was just I thinking, maybe today we should talk about Not Others. Have you finished watching it yet, by the oh, way? Oh, yes, I have. And okay. I'm like, oh, All right. I wish it was longer. <laughs> I liked it so much. It was such a good show. Yeah, I, I yeah. wish it was longer too. It's one of those few shows that I think, you know, most shows I go, I think they could trim it, right? But this show yes, is like, exactly. I wish there were like one or two more episodes or, or something like that. Yes, at least one more, you know, yeah. with, for the romance between J1 and Dini to have continued. I loved it so much. Yeah. yeah but what did you like most about it? I... I like that it was a show about uh, letting go, you know. I think I kind mm. of realised that sort of somewhere, I don't know, in between. I actually am one of those people who like the second half a bit more than the first half. I think most mm. people prefer the first half or the first few episodes or something. But I actually prefer mm. the second half when it's a little bit more right. serious. And when actually when the father returns to this dynamic or, you know, uh, Jin Hong, yeah. right? The, yeah, the yeah, first love, the ex-boyfriend from high school... Mm. Right, re-enters the picture and complicates mm. things a little bit for them. I think it's good. Yeah, yeah. That that whole thing. I actually like him. A lot of people didn't. I like his dynamic really? with. I loved him. Yeah, I liked him with the yeah. the mother and the daughter. Um, Why I wish. They like him though? I don't know. They think he's a doormat or something. He's always like giving mm. in to me. I guess. I, I don't know. Anyway, I'm just. This is a romantic comedy, so there are some things that you expect would be slightly exaggerated obviously yeah but true. overall it's not a bad show and i really also quite like the the romance you know between the um park sang hun's character character as well yeah mm, it was very good i mean mm. i thought that this show it did a very good ba- it was a fine balance right between romance there was some comedy uh, comedy of course you know yeah and then the crime bits were pretty uh, realistic too. I mean, they were not like crazy over the top kind of uh, investigative stuff that we see in all no. these detective shows. But this is like everyday crime. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's just neighborhood crime. You know, it's it's just mm. community police. Oh, sorry, community policing that they're doing. So I mm. think you know it's suitable for what happens, and a lot of the time is spent kind of building relationships with people at work. Right. I mean, that's the focus mm. of that. I think she got a really good. I'm talking when I mentioned she here. I mean Jin Hee, the yes. the daughter. I think she had a mm-hmm. really good um, growth arc. Growth arc, she, right? Yeah. Yes. Really I think good. hers was really good. I think better than the mother's. But oh, yeah, you know, definitely. honestly, the mother is older. I guess it's harder for older people to change. Yeah, but, I, was, I was just gonna, I was going to say yeah. exactly that. You know, for older people, it's, it's more difficult, right? You are. Yeah. Um, you're not as uh, how to say this. You're not as open to changes, you know. Yeah, but I think but you don't the, realize that you change also. Yeah. I uh, but I think the realization for her that, that she made the realization that it was time to kind of like um, you know, that cut the one. umbilical cord. You know, I think yeah. it's it's very good, and I think that's what the show was re- essentially about, right? Because they rely on each other too much. I think, I think it was good in a way, but it's also unhealthy. You know, too much. Oh, yeah. Too much of yeah, uh, mother sure. and daughter just hanging out together and not having uh, something beyond, well, a life outside of that can be very unhealthy, in my view. And I think the show right. kind of, yeah, yeah. no, I agree. You know, says that I, as I well. I wrote, I wrote the same. I wrote the same thing that day. I on, on our forums, I was just saying that I 
thought it was really brilliant of the writer yeah. to have Jin Hee go on this trip, you know, because Jin Hee had to grow up really quickly, you know, and she became the mother, you know, <laughs> of her mom. Right? Yeah, so her definitely. mother uh, uh, tended to rely on her for everything. And while Jin Hee was such a great girl, I mean, she was steady and everything, just calm, just collected, she knew what she was doing. But I, I thought that she, you know, her wings were kind of clipped a little bit. Yeah. You know, she didn't really, and she was doing everything, like, she became a cop for, for who? Because she wanted to protect her mother, right? Right. So everything was because of mom. So I thought that this was the first thing that she did for herself, you know, going away for a year. I thought that was so And I'm really yeah. glad the writer used that to uh, have uh, Yunmi let her go, right? Yeah. 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 No, I think I do find the ending a bit anticlimactic, but I do think it is sim- oh, okay. symbolic as well. I, I do think mm-hmm. that, um, I don't know, maybe I was expecting a bit more in mm, that last right. episode, but well, at least in the kind of romance department, I was expecting a little, just a bit more, I think. And I didn't get yeah, that. I would have loved more J1 Jin here. I actually really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> like how, how organic it, it developed. Yeah, you know, you know, I, I mean, it wasn't pushed. There was nothing, you know. There was no, no. They didn't try to push the thing from the beginning. Yes, you know. Yeah, yeah, and it was. It was just very nicely. Um, it, it wasn't. It, it wasn't in your face, but it was good enough for me. Yeah, but I would have wanted a bit more scenes. Do you think he should have traveled with her, J One? Because I think he, because he had that map in his room, you know. And I was wanted. I was. I was wondering if he would. Again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think the whole point was that the mother and daughter go their separate ways and do yeah. their do their own thing, you know, and right. without recourse to each other. But I, I didn't think they would do it that way. I mean, that uh, that was a bit <laughs> unexpected because I thought I thought the it whole was point unexpected. was that the whole point was um, that they would develop outside interests, you know, that they don't just rely on each other, but they have an expanding family, so to speak. And mm. so they should uh, continue to expand that that uh, circle, if you like, right? Mm. Not just you know, mm. just the two of them, you know, hanging out on the couch, drinking beer and watching TV, you know. So I think yeah, yeah. that there needs to be more than that. And and it was actually you gradually saw that happening too. I mean, there was mm. of course the auntie, and then there was um, you know, yep. that the, woman, the the best friend, yeah. Yeah, the, that's friend. right. The the one from the police headquarters, you know. But the thing is, I felt also yeah uncomfortable sometimes. I thought, oh, you know, the mother and the daughter, you know, they should be meeting men or something like that. You know, that that sort of idea. And and in the end, they <laughs> yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. So that was good, and mm. I guess it's a hopeful kind of ending. Yeah. yeah. It was. So I mean, initially, I was also hoping for Jin Hee and Jin Hong, father and daughter, to you know, a bit more development in that part. But then again, as the episodes, you know, uh, went along, I kind of thought that, okay, I, I like the, this idea that, you know, he's giving her a lot of space because Jin Hong is really a nice guy, right? He yeah. understands that he never raised he, so he doesn't expect her to, you know, because towards right till the end, he's, she still called him Adushi, right? She yeah. called him dad. Yeah. So that nothing was forced there. Plus, she's not a nine-year-old girl, right? Yeah. She's 29. Yeah. So he, he doesn't expect you know, her to suddenly want need a father. So I, I like that and I like that the drama didn't push or force the matter. And but yeah. you know there was always this agreement between father and daughter that, you know, the prior his priority would always be mum, right? Yes. And I thought that was nice. Yeah. yeah. 
No, I think it was interesting. I mean, I think they they did a lot of very interesting things, you know, with the the genre, if you like. And I think that upset yeah. people. I mean, I think that annoyed people because I guess people expected more romance um, between Jin Hee and Jae Won. The fact that there was it was a slow burn, it was not a big part of the story. Uh, there was a lot of emphasis on Unmi, you know, as a kind of like a, a mother who is also a child and a daughter. You know, she's yeah, yeah. her immaturities, her insecurities. Um, mm. I think you know. I think she was very insecure, you know, when Jin Hong yeah, appeared, and you know that. I think it's quite interesting psychologically. I think it's a very interesting uh, study of this kind of, you know, single mother or teenage mother, mm. for, you know, and mm. she raised, of course, Jin. She feels a bit possessive, you know, that you know she raised this child by herself. It was her choice. Right. It was, you know, mm. she put in all the effort, right? And so she feels like. A little bit nervous about Jin Hong claiming,、yeah. you know, something that she thinks it's her parental rights or something like that. I mean,、yeah. it's it's kind of silly in a way, but it's kind of maybe realistic. I don't know,、um, but it's very interesting mm, psychologically. Mm, I yeah, I, I mean, yeah. But the only thing is that、um, it was a little bit unfair to him as well. You know, in a sense, it was. Yes, were saying that. Oh, you know, he was such a he abandoned them, but he never abandoned them. No, he didn't know they they existed. Yeah. yeah. So I thought, you know, to Yumi was a little bit unfair because she never, um, told him about her. I don't、yeah. know whether she made the effort to find him or what, but you know, to blame. But, but I don't think she blamed him for anything anyway, because she did make that choice. You know. So、yeah. I wasn't really happy, and you know, when when he first came back, the best friend was like, "Oh, I'm going to beat this guy up," and I'm like. Why? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I thought I didn't he, get that either. I I didn't understand that attitude either. Yeah, yeah. So what is it that you need? I mean, the best friend would not have had that attitude if you know if she didn't get that bite. If she didn't get that, you know,、uh, what do you call that impression from you, me, right? Yeah. So that's what I I I didn't quite like. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think a lot of viewers got the impression too that、mm-hmm. he kind of ran off. You know, by himself, knowing yeah, that she was pregnant. Yeah, because the way the the, backs, the flashbacks were were done. Yeah, yeah and I I think that was wrong because I never got that impression. I always got impression that he、oh. didn't know, right? That yeah, he made yeah, up. Yeah, very clear. He didn't know. Yeah, yeah, and then he also said down the track that he was lied to, that she was fine, she had found a a nice guy to settle down with, etc.、Yeah. Right? She got a GED or、yeah. whatever the high school certificate. Yeah, yeah. So I. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why people got that confused and actually blamed on him. I think、mm. what he can be blamed for is, you know, of course, engaging in sexual intercourse in their teens,、um, <laughs> irresponsibly,、yeah. and I、that's、think that course,、yeah. that's the only thing you can kind of really blame them for.、Um, yeah. But after that, you can't really blame him for the consequences. You know, she chose、mm. the hard road.、Um, you know. I mean, in some ways, it's very admirable, you know.、Um, but yeah, it is the harder road that she chose. Yes, yeah. yeah, and and I think I mean, the... she could have been like that young girl in the present. You know, the, in the, there was this、uh, case of this young girl. I think she she had a, she had an abortion, right? The one who came back to look for Jinhee in the police station. I don't know if you remember that. I do. I she think... asked for 
for the she asked for the sanitary pads at the police station towards was it episode eleven or twelve? Right. Yeah. So she made a different choice, right? Right. Yeah. So right. as opposed to what you needed. Right. Thirty years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Did that, he rub you the wrong way at any time? I mean, like, like I mean, there were moments where I seriously, of like, oh man, this woman is too much. <laughs> but I mean, I I like that the fact that she was she was that kind of character because it made the show interesting. But she needed to grow up, didn't she? I mean, oh, sometimes uh... you know, I, her mouth right could could do like I said could do in some reining in. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have a filter, <laughs> especially with regards to her daughter. And yeah. but I I do agree that. Uh, certainly, Jin Hong had some sort of calming effect. You know, he kind of gave in. Oh yeah. He the way he yeah. he's he's quite good at because he's quite a good natured sort of guy, and he he can mm. you know um find a way of of negotiating with her, you know, accommodating her mm. quite well generally. Mm. Mm. But I I think she is initially. I wasn't very impressed with her. I have to say, the first few episodes, I wasn't that taken with her either. And I, mm. you know, I mean, there were some funny bits, you know, um, that I laughed at, you know, even though like I thought this is ridiculous. But, but I just found myself, um, kind of, I understand where she's coming from. I, I did. So, which is why I persevered, mm. and I, of course, you know, Park Sung Hoon's in it, you know. And actually, yeah, honestly, that was my main motivation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but but show, honestly, yeah. um, Choi So Young was really good in it too. She's she's oh, really yeah. done. Oh, yeah. She's really come good and her acting I mean yeah, you know exactly. I, I've seen her in from the early days, days. Right, yeah. I've seen her in her early days and honestly yeah she has come a long way and right. so I she this character was probably the one of the most layered characters that she's taken on yeah well her acting is very mm. layered I mean her acting is very nuanced as well mm. so yeah. you know maybe she's taken a few tips from Jang Kyung Ho who knows but <laughs> but she was really good in this possible. she was very natural yes. her, her gestures her expressions were very very natural so I really enjoyed her performance. She was, she was Jin Hee, you know? Yeah, Yeah, that's right. She kind of inhabited the role rather than just mm. acting, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. So obviously acting. But I just yeah. I just found, I think, Unmi very difficult to like in general. But it doesn't matter to me. Because, you know, when yeah, you like, watch I a show... What you said. Yeah, you know, when you watch a show, there are always people you don't like. But if, if you like the but, story but enough... characters like that. That's yeah. right. And if you like the, the overall story enough, you can overlook mm. some of those things, right? But yeah, she is very in your face. That's for sure. No, no doubt about that. And I think a lot of people do you know, not her, like her. her. Her strengths are her weaknesses as well. I mean, that's right. Okay, the good thing is it's that because she's very in your face, and you know, she she can't stand injustice, so to speak. So, and she's very extremely outspoken. Hmm. She does, you know, she has a soft heart. You know, she 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 bothers. You know, she 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 like for example, the old ladies. You know, she looks after their problems, or she's busybody enough, if you want hmm. to use that word, hmm. to. Uh, to find out what's wrong, you know. So, yeah. so that that's the good thing about her, right? But that is true. Also, because she's like that. Also, because she's like that, she can be terribly um, bossy, know, a, a bit rude sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, bossy, rude, domineering. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. I'm like, oh my god, and yeah. and aggressive. Up, you, you know, know just um, sometimes yeah, very aggressive. Sometimes yeah, you don't know aggressive. why she's so aggressive either. She gets she just flies <laughs> off the handle. I mean, when she's talking to Jinhee, yeah. and they, yes. you know, they start talking quite nicely to start with and it always ends up into a shouting match you know especially in those yep. early episodes yep. so I it's mean it's kind of natural for that to happen to a lot I know a lot of mother daughters who are like that you know oh, it can be yeah. like this yeah because I know I can say in a way my sister and mom are like this I'm I'm I'm, I'm more like Jinhee in personality I think I'm Tama but 
but my sister and mother can be oh they 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 can they can start arguing over anything you know even as much as you know they love each other but you know they they have that kind of uh, I don't I don't know if it's the person a clash in personality or what. I I think so. I mean I think that you know if two people don't want to give in to each other right and they mm. are happy to just go at it with each other mm. you know um that's that's often the case and yeah. it's about accommodation right so if they're not willing mm. to kind of accommodate or they're not communicating that well they don't they seem to be talking at cross purposes so if one person's like talking to the other person but they're hearing different things you know what i'm saying mm. sometimes that's a problem yeah, yeah, yeah. when you have two people yeah, talking think, yeah. and they're not saying the same things that's what well, they're not hearing what the other person is trying to say you know and they need a mediator i think you know people like that need someone in between i think jin hong could have been yeah yeah i think jin hong is quite interesting in that he is quite considerate probably more considerate of jin hee's feelings than uh unmi is he knows how to yeah, talk to people you, yeah unmi yeah. you know she's like oh when you look at the date jin hong she just like okay, you know what? Let's just uh, throw everybody into the deep end of the pool and let them deal with this you know, <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, so I don't care. You know, she's like she's sometimes she's still stuck in. It's as if she's still eighteen. You know. Yeah. She was like that when she was, she was in her high school, like sixteen or eighteen. You know? Yeah. So she is like it's as if she's never grown up. Yeah, I think it's partially a kind of protective mechanism too. You know, if you come out fighting. Then no one can hurt you. You know what I'm saying? It's it's. Oh yeah, that's right. That's it's right. it's yes. that sort of yeah. thing that goes on. That's why I say this show is quite well written because there's a lot of very yeah. psychological layers going on in that show yeah, as well. I, that, that's why I love. Yeah, and I and I think for me this is actually one of the better written uh, romantic comedies or whatever you want to oh, call yeah. it sure. for a long that's time true. because the, yeah. the the person who wrote this has actually got a consistent vision right about where they want to go with this. Character with these characters and and with the story, whereas there's a lot of rom coms that just don't have a no consistent vision. They just like they just use tropes. They just throw in cliches and tropes into the yeah, mix. Into the ending somehow. Yeah, and and they think well, if you just give people the an ending that they might like, they fan service or they throw in a wedding or something, everybody would be happy, right? Yeah, but you have to earn that ending. I mean, this is the thing: all endings have to be earned, right? So that means all throughout the story, you have to build towards it. The problem with rom coms today is that you know people don't think about what they're doing. They just say, "Let's get two good-looking people and just chuck them into this show, and we'll just give them something that resembles a script, and then they can just mm. mouth the words, put them in a nice setting, and that's it." But I think to to actually create a show like this, where there are some uh, psychological insights into character, I think, is mm. a much harder thing to do. It, it requires some effort and work, right? You have to actually sit down and plot the the darn thing, and actually and think about your character. Character driven, very character. I think story. so. Yeah, I think it is yeah. as well. And it's not purely rom com as well. Maybe that helps, right? Yeah. The, the, what anchored the show was the relationship between the mother and the daughter. Yeah. The romances were. I mean, it was important as well, but not as important as I think they were. I mean, the the writer's main focus was really about mother daughter, right? Right mm. from the posters and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that helped, and that that's why it became as enjoyable as it did. 
Yep. You know, because once I held those 12 episodes, I realized that 12 is the magical number now. <laughs> <laughs> unless you have a lot of, uh, unless you have a lot of content, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of substance in, in your, your plot. Really, 16 is way too much. I think for a lot of shows, well, I think for a, a romantic comedy or anything like weight like this, I don't yeah, think you should have more than 12. I, I think some shows, yeah. uh, not even more than, well, I think 12 is too many for some shows. <laughs> I think 10 would be enough. Um, yeah, or I less, mean. even. Or even less. Especially if you have barely any kind of plot going on. You should make it I shorter. I think there's a lot of story. That's right. And there's actually quite a lot of heartwarming yeah. you know, moments. You know, especially in the in the station, you know, in the police station, that was really nice I when like, she. I like, I like, yeah, I like the people that they work with. It was very cute. Yeah. The character development for everybody there was also great, right? Yeah. The, the relationships developed, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wish she kind of was clear about whether, what did the show on, ever right? talked about whether she was coming or going? I'm not really sure. Like she just went traveling. No. Yeah, um, she just decided to go travel, so I'm not sure if she would go back to headquarters, go, right? Yeah, yeah, headquarters, right? Or she would stay here. In my heart, I would, I, I kind of thought that oh, it'd be so much nicer if she stayed, because I think, mm. I think she, this is where she, you know, this is like home, right? This place. Yeah, yeah. Headquarters yeah. is just full of politics, and it's just a mm. bit of a headache, you know, kind of stuff, right? Yeah. You yeah, know, whereas whereas in in that station, although yes, it's not very glamorous, right? Not exciting mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, sometimes it can be, but you know, you have this um, group of people that you work with, and you learn how to be a team together. And I like that whole aspect where they learn how to be a team together, and how they um, helped each other. You know, and and be, yeah, initially they were very a little bit antagonistic towards her, but you know, as they as she started to prove herself, and then took his advice, you know, work as a team, you know, think about your teammates, think about your teammates. And I think that, you know, that sank in finally. And I think she made strides, you know, and I think she won a lot of uh, love, you know, for what she did for the older uh, policeman, right? She helped him clear his name and all that. So I think, you know, there's all these sorts of little things. Yeah. You were all cheering and then... I know, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, Yeah, very, very good. So, you know, I love all those scenes. I just wish maybe for one, at least one more episode for her to come back and I think tie up some of the other things I'm just, that were kind of left in the air for me. Mm, it was mm. kind of, there was a bit of a, I felt that some things were left in limbo for me. And, yeah, like, like maybe yeah. I would have wanted to have some closure for Jiwon's own career. Yeah. Um, but I think you know, it's... that kind of thing. I don't think he's going to but go back to HQ anyway, so he's no, found he his reason. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it looks like he has, I mean, but at least I would have wanted him to make that decision because it looked mm. like he was here, not mm. because he chose this or he was happy to be here, but no. because he was forced to be here because of, of the, whatever he, he was yeah. accused of doing. Right. You know? So right. I would have wanted him to, con- uh, well, at least make it clear to the audience that he... He's okay. You know, he's happy to be here. He's I think... Found, found his place. I think know? the the part where she... You know how she uh, went into his place and then saw him mm-hmm. unpacking his boxes? Packing. Yeah, uh, right, right. I think that is an indication that he has made peace with the fact that, you know, this is where he'll be yeah, for maybe. the rest of his career as a cop. Career, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. You know, unless some other miracle occurs, but I think he's kind of made <laughs> made peace with that. I think yeah. that's that's how I see it as well. You know, so yeah, I mean, th- this show is has all these subtle elements. I mean, the the people who wrote the show and directed the show made the show. I think they understand television. You know, they understand that television is expensive, and you have to be very. Um, sometimes you have to be a little bit more subtle. Um, you can't yeah. always like have exposition. You know, long. You know, long moments of exposition. You just can't do exposition dumps, and you know, like that yeah. in television. And so, because you have yeah. so many characters, and you have to kind of get them to yeah. interact, and that's how you find out stuff yeah. about them and all that. So this, yeah. I yeah. think, this is. I know there are people on MDL and all that who just complain so much about the show, and for all kinds of reasons. Only being at the top of the list, but I actually thought the show was quite well written as a whole. But I think my idea. Of... I mean, I don't. I don't like, like you said. I don't have to like you mean to like yeah. the show. I mean, yeah. she's not. She's not the best character there. But you yeah. need a character like her because if everybody is just exactly like Jimmy, Ex- then there's no show. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, you need conflict. Otherwise, yes. you know, why are we watching any show? So it's uh, yeah, there's, exactly. There's no I, I story without conflict. Out, you know? So yeah, I mean, you know. Because it's not. It's, it's it's very very um. It's very bland. Right. Yeah. If, if everything is just so happy and sweet, and the you know the, yeah. the leads are all perfect, you know, then then it's pointless to watch. Yeah. Because if they yeah. never argue or they don't, you know, they don't have disagreements, Correct. it's just not interesting. So anyway, yeah, I have a lot to say about that, about regarding another <laughs> show. But I'll I'll not. What what I want to do is just transition over to talk about the, the other show that you are watching. I'm not watching, but the one with mm-hmm. Nam Gun Ming is the <gasps> My Dearest. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I love that show and I'm waiting right. for you to pick this up, okay? I, so, uh, <laughs> I will because now I've finished, <laughs> I have now finished this Chinese drama, which I will talk about okay. later. And I will get you to just uh, talk about, you know, what, what do you my like dearest, about yeah. it and oh. and all that. Okay, you know, and, oh. and just a bit of background also about the story itself. Um, okay. Yeah. Alright, so I mean, we've, we're down, we're we are up to about six episodes, right, my dearest, right now. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. um, what I like about the show, okay, it's, it's historical, and it is based on some real historical events. Okay, I'm really bad with my history of, but it involved the Joseon, alright, and the Qing dynasty, and I think this is the, this is in the 6th, was it, uh, 17th century, you know? I so think this so. Is quite a few, this is yeah, so this is not at the height of Joseon's glory days. No. So Joseon is very much a very new a very new country, you know, and very dependent on was it the Qing dynasty or the Qing or it, the, this would or be the, the Qing Chinese. Qing dynasty, yeah. It'll be early days of, right. of the Qing dynasty trying to consolidate yeah, their right. power and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So there's a lot of conflict going on, okay, and then there's the Manchurians and the Mongolians and so on. The history part, okay, I'm not really good at it, but but whatever it is, it it, pre- it it is the background to the show. So anyway, we in the first two episodes, uh, it was very funny and it was light and breezy. Okay, so it introduced us to the characters, right? So there's Nangumin's character, uh, Jang Hyun, who is uh, well, he's not your typical male lead. I mean, he's anti-hero, anti-establishment, you know, mm. that sort of character. Mm-hmm. He's a bit of a gangster in today's book terms <laughs> so he, <laughs> he i mean he deals he's he's a he's a merchant you know he's a merchant okay mm-hmm. so he's not like a yambang you know where he's not, yeah. he's not no he's not a nobility unlike uh uh 
uh, An Eunjin's character. She's she's born to a rich family. Her father is like a well-respected man in the village and so on. Mm. So um, she's at the point where she's looking for a husband. And okay, so she meets Jang Hyun. Okay, so now um, the thing about her character is that she's also not the typical female lead. She's not right. sweet and nice. No, she's manipulative. She's sly, right? She's always trying to find a way to... She flirts with all the guys in the village and nobody, all the girls hate her. <laughs> but because, <laughs> because because her father is a very respected man, he, he's like a scholar of sorts, you know, and he teaches, he runs the school or something like that. So so that's because of that. So she she, she comes from a very privileged background. Yep. So she she meets uh, Nangumin under all sorts of strange circumstances. Okay? But he falls in love with her at first sight. But he mm. is not willing to commit into marriage as well. You know, he's been known to be a, well, quote-unquote womanizer, but I don't know how true that is because this is all hearsay, okay? But from flashbacks, you know, he always, uh, he likes, he, he believes that uh, men and women should just be lovers rather than, you know, getting married. So, of course, that's not what she likes, you know? That, that's what she believes in. <laughs> that's <laughs> so a bit it's radical. And... It's a bit radical for um, the 1600s. <laughs> A little bit radical, but because he's not, he's not, he's not nobility, all right. right. He's not uh, rich or anything. He's just a merchant, you know. And he's like, okay, so in today's terms, he would be like a gangster of sorts, because he's good friends with the, the owner of a brothel, right? So it, there are a lot of questionable, uh, there are a lot of questionable ways that he makes his money. So he's he's got a lot of money though, you know. So mm. and then he tries to, and he has, but he's not educated in the sense that he didn't go to. School, he's not like the scholars and all that. Mm, mm, uh, so yep. he tries to he tries to buy his way into the village. So he because he's got money, he tries to offer you know rice things like that. Mm-hmm. So to be accepted you know, to, in that village. So this is all the this is the background to the story. Now the thing is that An Eunjin's character likes uh, Lee Hakju. So Lee Hakju is a scholar. So you remember Lee Hakju? He was in Shadow Detective, the yes. younger detective. Yes. yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So he he's the second lead here. He's a scholar, but he's engaged to her childhood friend. I see. Okay, so, yeah, but she... Does he like her at all? Does he like her? Okay, that's a very good question. So (laughs) you'll have to watch and you'll have to let me know, but in my opinion, he does. He likes Anyun Jin's character. But the thing is that Anyun Jin has a terrible, how to say this, terrible reputation, right? I see. Nobody likes her. Right. Right. So she's, everybody's like, oh, this one, this girl. They call her the nine-tail fox. I don't think that's a a compliment. (laughs) The uh, gumi ho. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a gumi ho, exactly. So everybody says, oh, they know that she's like that. And she also knows that she's like that, but she can't be bothered because she just wants to get a good husband and actually just, she just wants the Hakju's character. But unfortunately, the Hakju has aspirations and ambitions. Yeah. He's a scholar. So he studied under her father. So that's how they grew up together. And he also grew up with uh, Lee Da-in's character. So he is engaged to... So it's a childhood engagement. So Lee Da-in is a very, very sweet girl. And she is also in love with Lee Hak-ju. And he's agreed to marry her because, I, in my opinion, he sees that she would make... A better wife. Yes, correct. She would make the better wife because she, she's well-behaved, she's sweet, everybody, ev- all the ladies in the village like her. She's that kind of girl. Mm-hmm. Whereas Anyun Jin has a terrible reputation. So he he's, he won't be able to tame Anyun Jin's character. Yeah. So yeah. That's, the, that's the background to it. He's, okay. I guess he's got so, ambitions, yeah, to, to, yeah, he wants, politically, he wants to be, political ambitions, I guess. All right. Yes, political ambitions, yes, correct. Mm. He wants the, 
he wants to be how to say this uh he wants to be in the uh, work for the king's uh the court yeah you know that kind of thing. Yep. yeah they want you know these scholars right they want to enter yeah uh, become ministers and all that so i believe he has very great ambitions but unfortunately before all this could take place okay so the first two episodes there were a lot of interactions between nangumin and anyunji's character you know there's a lot of bickering but it's very interesting because he falls for her and you and i know a lot of people were like saying why would he fall for her because she's such a sport girl because she was mm-hmm. but the thing is that she's also very she's sport yes but but there's also this very there's this innocence to her that i like because she says it as it is you right. know she doesn't pretend like she's something else so i think right. that's what that's what's attractive about her right right so he does yeah, see so something that, yeah he sees something in her yeah yes correct and because she's manipulative she's very smart mm. she will she'll find ways to get guys to like her or you know she, will, she knows how to um uh what do you call it, turn things around in her favor Although right a lot of people don't like that yeah so i think that that part of her character comes in very handy once the war kicks in so by the end of the second episode Right. The intruders, the Qing dynasty, send their soldiers because I think they were angry with the Joseon king for something. Actually, honestly, I that that part you will have to watch it because I really can't explain it. My history is so bad there. But all I do do know is that they are coming. Okay, and so basically the village, everybody has to run. Okay, so Nangumin, because he likes Anjunjin's character already, he gives her a lot. He 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 gives her a sword and all that. He He tells her a lot of things, you know, how to run and all that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now the scholars they wanted to, uh, they wanted to be part of, because uh, they're, uh, now the king that that they are serving, he's a bit of a coward. So while his villagers <laughs> and his his citizens are, you know, here trying to rally to fight, because they don't, they're not prepared for this war. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He goes and hides himself in some fortress with his ministers. Okay. So I really don't like the king and his conflicts. Anyway, um. Then of course, uh, Anujin's car- uh, village well, got attacked. So she ran. She, Vidain's character and their two mates got separated from their families. And this is when you will see the character growth in Anujin's character. Uh, amazing, you mm-hmm. know. She was a sport girl and everything, mm-hmm. but you could see how she fought, fought off the intruders. She, I mean, not not physically, but she used her wit and mm-hmm. cleverness. She ran. She knew how to hide them. Uh, she knew how to. You know, negotiate for things. She knew when to. She should run. You know, things like that. You know, so she went through a lot of difficult and crazy things. And I think in this last four episodes, episode three, four, five, six, you can see how she how she grew up as from from a sport girl to be a very wise woman, so to speak. Right, right. She's she's had yeah. to kind of so, grow up in a hurry. Yeah, because... she was forced. She was forced. Yeah, forced. yeah. That's what but, but war she's does. Not, she's not. She's not an angel still. You know, yeah. she, there were some things. I have to say, the production quality of the show is so good. It does the, look great. The, the, it the, looks amazing. The war scenes are really. I mean, this is not this is not fusion segue, you know, with happy, no. happy, uh, you know, kind of uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what they call this the uh, fancy kind of addressing and all that. This yeah, yeah, really, I know. Yeah, gritty and it's like yeah, you can see the guys. Uh, I mean, if you if some people might be very triggered by violence. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. It's very realistic. Sugar coated. But I know from the trailers that I've seen, the quality of the production looks amazing. Like uh, on the level of Bloody Heart, that sort of kind of, you know, because the uh, lush the landscapes. That, yeah. The production, uh, the director was the one who did the view. You know, the one that Nangumin was. Yeah. Doing. Yeah. He he obviously loves working with Nangumin. 
but yeah who doesn't right <laughs> i mean maybe i'm just so biased because i am right because i am yeah i definitely am biased. i well, love nangumi for the longest time but so he's just such a great actor if yeah you, if, i'm just even if without anyun jin right i don't it doesn't really i don't know if, but she's really good okay she's fantastic in this role i'll talk a little bit more about what people thought about her initially okay because i think they mixed up her character and the actress sorry to say that mm. there's a lot of immature yeah, maybe I'm too harsh, but there are a lot of viewers that tend to jump the gun yep. about characters. Yep, yep. Yeah, so they didn't give her a chance to grow. Yep. They're like, oh, what kind of, you know, can't stand the female lead. And I'm like, yep. it's just two episodes, you know? If she's perfect, then, you know, I don't want to watch the show, yep. right? Yeah, so anyway, back to Jung Hyun, right? So he's anti-establishment, as I said, and yep. he is not going to, he didn't volunteer to fight the war, so he was going to escape, right? So he was going to flee. So right. Anjin's character was like, oh, there you go. So, so to her, he's like such a such a jerk, you know, such a loser, you know, because here every, all the men are trying to, you know, save the king. Yeah. But later on, you will know why he didn't want to save the king because the king's character is, oh, I mean, he's just selfish, really. Yeah. And he's Look, such a coward. It's it's know? not, and I, and I can understand his cynicism towards monarchy. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Well, it's a quite a common, mm. um, it's a quite a common phenomenon in Korean history all throughout the yeah. Chosan dynasty. Yeah. And you have kings mm-hmm. like that. In fact, there are some other ones I've watched where, yeah, they, they actually ran away from the, the capital. You know, that's how yeah. they were told, you know, you, you need to go and uh, yeah, hide to, somewhere. To throne, yeah, right? and then leave their, throne. you know, leave their crown prince behind or somebody else behind to yeah. look after the place and try and fend off the invaders, you know, the Japanese or whatever it is yeah, it might yeah. be in, in, in whichever era. And that's actually quite a common thread in their history of having poor leaders right. so every right. time they have poor leaders the, the the fabric of their society is very weak and of course they're in between china and japan and so they often get mm. attacked in you know both directions so yeah, often they have true. to be a vassal to china yeah. uh sometimes to as you know they, they sort of uh, kowtow to china to protect themselves right. from japan you know and that sort of stuff so it's it's mm. happened all throughout their history. It's a bit unfortunate mm. for them because they're stuck in between yeah. um, two two kind of ambitious powers, you know, especially China, which is a much bigger power. Um, but yeah, and no, it's, the, I'm not surprised. Qing Dynasty was also also using okay. So from the show, the Qing Dynasty was also using soldiers from Mongolia or something like that. Mm. And Jiang Qin was very worried because the Mongolian soldiers were very brutal, and they they were they are they are not. You know, they will rape the women, mm. plunder your wealth, you know, that sort of thing. So he was mm. extremely worried for her. So it's quite so historically he, accurate, I shall we say. It is, it is, <laughs> yes. And, okay, so as much as he was, you know, not going to save the king and not going to be bothered and he was going to run away, but he was also worried for Gil Jade. So, so that's Anion Jin's character for me. Yeah. So, and he was also worried about her. So, so there were, it, it's still... There were there were plenty of encounters that uh, he 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 always saved her in the nick of in the nick of time. You know, it, it was it's very good drama and storytelling in that way. You know, mm. and um, they end every episode, every even episodes, episode one, two, three, four, five, six, right? So they end every even episode in such a magical way that it makes you want to you know makes you makes you want more. So yeah. Initially, the, the drama was that was just like four percent, five percent. Everybody's like. Oh, you know, is Anyun Jin yeah, so Anyun Jin like isn't she a bit too modern for they didn't think that she was you know, she should have done 
you know, this kind of historical show. Yeah. But wow, it was really changed in the third and fourth episode. Suddenly, everybody's like, oh, she's really good, you know, stuff like that. I think because she's I think she's really good like anyway. I mean, she's always been good. good. Yeah. Exactly. I, because they didn't like that she was. You see, yeah. the thing about viewers is that they always want the female lead to be like the candy girl. What, do they yeah. call it candy girl or something like this? Yeah, I like, don't know. Like, helpless, yeah, innocent you know, and helpless. yeah. Innocent. The problem was Gilche is far from innocent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's, she's got her own mind, you know, and she doesn't really care what you think about her. So I kind of like her. But she's not a bad person because as you can see throughout the shows, she, she does care. But she doesn't like hypocrisy, you know. But she knows how mm. to make use of things to her own advantage as well. So she, she's very smart in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, Definitely. And um, the sad thing is that she, she's still, at till this point, she still has this crush on Lee Hak-Ju's character. But mm-hmm. Lee Da-In thinks, so, 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 so Lee Da-In knows that what you call this, uh, Nangu Ming's character likes Gil Che, right? Like, like Ajinin's, An Hyunjin's character. Mm-hmm. So he, they do have some chats and she tells uh, Jang Hyun that, look, she says that even though Gil Che may think that she has a crush on her fiancé, yeah. but, but she knows Gil Che very well and that that is just, it is it is a childhood sort of, it's, it's, she cares for him more like a friend, you know, and it's not really romantic. She, she knows because she knows Gilche very well. And she said that she can see that Gilche is actually attracted to Jungkook, which is true. And you can see that slowly over the episode. Hmm. So that was. Yeah. Okay. So Sounds I, interesting. And, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm I'm giving away too much spoilers already. Yeah. So you can you can see for yourself later what you think. I mean, it'd be very nice for you to to enjoy and see. Because what I really like was that the production quality. Is- yeah. No. Good. You know, I'm I'm so. I hate to say, I mean, it sounds terrible about me saying this, but I'm really kind of interested in watching it because of the war situation. I think that makes things a lot more interesting. Uh, oh, know, yeah. The yeah. four episodes of war were yeah. the best. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the ratings doubled because of that. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure people they did like a good that job. Kind of, uh, yeah. yeah. People like well, that kind of thing. I think people good. like very, to very watch good. historical dramas. I think people generally want historical dramas to be somewhat serious, you know? Yes. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a big fan of some of those ones that, you know, are fusion, basically rom-coms. Fusion, what they call it. Yeah, but yeah. some of them are even, like, fusion is okay, but sometimes, like, some of them are like rom-coms, you know, in the guise of yeah. of a, a historical drama. And I, I just can't, I can't and stomach too much of those. Yeah, it's a bit... Yeah, it's not realistic at all. It just feels a bit odd to me, you know, when I watch mm. them. But anyway, this sounds good and sounds like something that uh, you recommend to people, I guess. Extremely, yeah. I think among... Okay, so there are two shows that I really like. This one, My Dearest, and the other one is Moving. And you have to watch that one too. <laughs> <People> <laughs> oh, will dear. Like you will like it. It's so good. That is a superhero story, but an extremely character-driven one. The storytelling is so interesting. It's not something... In fact, I I have stop watching the uncanny count because I can't juggle so many. Yep. And I actually yep. ended up liking moving a little bit more than the second season of Uncanny okay. Count. Are you still yep. watching that one? Yeah. Uh, no, I've, I kind of stopped. I watched the first four and then hmm. I think I will wait until everything's done and then maybe I and will catch up start, and right? binge it. Yeah, because yep. I feel like there are some problems from what I gather and I already kind of noticed them myself. Some mm, of the problems mm. with the with the show. I mean, I still love the characters, but I feel like the show has taken on a different, 
approach. Um, and and even my my family members, a couple of them were complaining about you know some of the things that we're doing. That the script is obviously not very strong. I think that's part of the problem, and the development of the villains is also, I think, a bit of a problem from what I gather. But well, I'll have to see, you know, and make my own judgment. But I would love to watch yeah, that. That's right. So I I, yeah. I would not uh, write it off yet. So yeah. but right now because I I had I didn't have time, mm-hmm. but I started moving and that was so good. I mean, I liked it so much. Right. So yeah, you have I, to pers- I, you have to persevere the first seven episodes. Okay. The uh, first seven episodes. Does it have uh, to no, be that bad. long? Does it's it? Good, good. <laughs> but the main no, but it's very fast. It's forty minutes. So the main cast. Yeah, which is Jo In Sung and Han Hyo Ju's character. The background to the main cast comes in on the eighth episode, but the first okay. seven episodes is very nice as well. It's the younger. It's so basically it's a story about parents. So Han Hyo Ju, Jo In Sung, and all that they're the generation before this, right? So mm. then the wow, the it's got a nine. Wow, it's got a nine on MDL. Oh my goodness me! Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, wow. I liked it too. I liked it too. But okay, the first seven episodes was very cute. You know, it was nice. The the young kids, they they all had superhero qualities. Mm, you know, mm. they were all superheroes, but they were in hiding. Their I parents see. were hiding their because because of well, they haven't really revealed why yet. But I think it's because they don't want the government to be misusing their children. Right. Yep. Yep. So their parents are were former agents. So all these parents. So the parents are Han Hyoju. Uh, Joe In Sung, yeah. okay, and then the other guy, uh, I can't remember his, his name now. When you see him, you'll know him. Um, oh, okay. So they they are the parents, yeah. Right. So, right. Yeah. So so it starts off in the present first with their kids. So the kids are all in their in high school, you know, sixteen, seventeen, all right, or eighteen or something like that, preparing to go to college. Oh, it's on Disney so, Plus. That's the reason why I haven't heard of it. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Disney Plus, as you know, Disney Plus is not so great in. <laughs> But advertising is, despite it being on Disney Plus it's doing very well globally <coughs> it I is surprising yeah. maybe the, the, the word of mouth is good probably yeah, yeah word of mouth really true word of mouth so um, it's, it's the storytelling is very interesting it goes it's not a, like I was saying on, on the forums it's not a, it doesn't tell you the story in a linear fashion right yeah. so you know, so it goes back and forth a little bit. Yeah. So some people might find it, and then it, it because it's quite a big part, right? So it's there's a few characters there, you know, okay. that they will focus on. Yeah. Okay. So it's nice. It's nice. Very good. Worth. I think you will like it because it's a superhero stuff. Okay. But very, uh, very, very heartwarming at the same time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So did you finish *Miraculous Brother*? I did. Yes, I quite liked it. Okay. Yeah. I, I because I watched I, I watched half of it you know all at once like you know so I actually finished no I watched the first half and then I the last half of it I watched it within I don't know a couple of days two or three days I finished okay so maybe the momentum was good to be, to I think it. so I think it's a show that probably should be watched that way um, yeah I I mean I watched it on Vicky so I had to kind of mm. wait for them a bit as well. Um, yep. So yeah, I got, I got a bit sort of fed up because I had to wait for them to come up with the subs, and then I then I decided to go somewhere else and look for subs. So I just watched. for me the the first half was a bit better than the second half. Um, I think the issue I had with the second half was that towards it should have done. This is one of those shows where I didn't mind the storyline. You know, 
know and everything, but 16 episodes is a bit of a... I think so as well. Drag. Yeah, I, I actually yeah. think that 16 episodes was long for the show. I said, I pretty much said on my blog too that this show mm. needed trimming. This was, most shows, I say, oh, yes. needs trimming. And I think this yes. is one of them. And the problem is, I think they wanted to explore this story from all these different perspectives. So there's a lot of head hopping, you know, in this show. Yeah, yeah. So all these, they want to, like, even these minor characters, like, you only see them maybe once or twice, right? Mm. And they, they want to explore from their point of view as well, you know? And, and yeah. that is which, a bit, that's a bit hard to achieve, um, yeah. in my view, like, without kind of feeling repetitious, you know? So... Yes. Because yeah. it, it always feels like, especially after the, you know, the eighth episode and all that, it didn't feel like we were knowing anything new, you know? The, yeah. The, it was well, like the plot just moved like a little bit, a little bit, you know, that kind of thing. So it really took a lot of patience, you know, to finish the show. Yeah. I, but I liked it when it first started. I liked the idea, you know? It's a very good idea. I mean, it's a, the topics, the subject matter is very common to Korean dramas but the approach that they took to tell that story was actually quite unique quite interesting Um, with the the time travel with the time travel but the 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 boy who's got amnesia he's got a bit of superpowers you know and then with with uh, Jang Woo's character right Uh, Dong Joo yeah as the writer right as the writer who yeah yeah so somebody I like like how it started yeah definitely I think the approach is very interesting and actually, the, both of those guys have quite good chemistry as well. Yes, um, the, they became brothers at the end. So yeah, yeah, they did, right? And so that was lovely. It was actually a quite a lovely ending. The ending was actually very good. Considering, you know, like a lot of Korean dramas just fall apart at the end. This show actually has yeah. quite a good ending. Uh, but you Maybe know, they could have uh, done, I don't know, 13, 14 episodes or even 12 pos- episodes. I think so. I, I think it's possible yeah. too. At 12, I think, would be possible as well. If they didn't like try and look at everything from all kinds of points of view and get, you know, like two people in a room or in a scene together, like you know, and do different kind of um, yeah, yeah. variations. Yeah, did not need. Yeah, did yeah. not need uh, repeating. You know. I think they. The so, problem is because this is a social. See, this this dramas right are all, they're all dealing with social issues. So they want to, they want to highlight you know all these social issues, and they want to. Mm like for the characters to feel apologetic, you know, for them to, uh, I guess, feel like regret. You know, Ahne Sang's character, for instance, you know, like he's the cop from 27 years ago and he's trying to make right, you know, something. Yeah, the boss, right? The boss, the the, the, the detective's uh, senior or boss. uh, Yeah, that's right. The oldest detective. He was about to retire already. And so his character was kind of interesting. Yeah, but you yes. you kind of think, well, do we need him and the girl? You know, sometimes they're all they're both doing separate things. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you wonder yeah. how useful it and is. And then it doesn't add value to to the overall plot. You know, like for example, Lee Kiwoo's character also was so underutilized until maybe towards the end. Yeah, the Ooh. publisher. Yeah, he was very good actually. I was quite impressed with yeah, his he's acting. Yeah, he's a very he's a very good actor. But I felt, oh my. Is this all Lee Ki Woo's? Because I would find on as a main cast because I liked him quite a bit, you know, in uh, my, my, libra- that, um, my liberation. My liberation, right? yeah, yeah. For right, he was yeah. the boy, the boyfriend to the sister. Yeah. But man, this is all that he's going to do, you know, as a as a person who's constantly nagging, you know, Jong Woo's character. I mean, he was, was a like, bit of a scumbag himself, but he was 
Probably what? the what? lesser of the two scumbags. But he did very well. Right. Whatever he they gave him, he did really well. Yeah. Like he, he was quite yeah. conniving and mm. quite um he's not a nice guy for for sure, right? He he's isn't. he's, he's not a good yeah, person. Yeah. So you know, bugging the like yeah. watch and stuff like that. He knew that he had his own agenda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't mind that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh absolutely. I had no problems. In fact I'm I didn't care that he kind of unseated his brother fine, you know, it's okay. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like I was okay with that. His brother had too much honestly, there's too much screen time for his brother. I think you know? it was, was Yeah, I think it's unnecessary to spend too much time on those crooks. I mean, I just yeah, exactly. Sitting in and the bar, like they were layered, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Sitting in that bar, that, that place, you know, and yeah. them talking about it. Like, and yeah. I mean, they're not exactly the very, topic. as you say, they're not exactly multi-dimensional characters. I mean, he's quite right. a nasty yeah. piece of work, you know. He's just, he's just nasty, and he's uses money and people to get what he wants. Yeah, yeah. Like. I guess he's just there to create suspense, you know, did he kill that person, did he kill that person, you know, that sort of stuff, that's, that's all. But you don't have to give him that much scene time. And occasionally you can yeah, go to exactly. the bar as well, I mean, the woman in the bar was quite interesting, uh, the one who owned yeah. the bar, Fortuna. Fortuna. She was the girlfriend yeah. to, to the Lee Hano's, Lee Hano's character, isn't it? Yeah. Lee, Hano, Lee Hano, yeah, she was the girlfriend. It turned Lee. out, yeah, it turned out that was what it was, yeah. Mm. They liked each other in high school, yeah. So anyway, but the approach was I mean, interesting. It, it was it was a good premise. I think it could have done with a bit of a trim. I, I don't think it would have hurt them to trim a few episodes, you know, yeah. and, and, and trim... It tightened the plot a little bit, right? I think I mean, so, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. But I enjoyed it. I, I actually really did enjoy it. I, I thought it was a, a, a an interesting approach to a very um, popular kind of trope, you know, few popular tropes in Korean dramas. Yeah, all the rich men, yeah. Yeah, the cults. You know, the religious murder. cult as well. And Yeah, yeah so. the cults. Yes, they had the cults. All the tropes uh, that they like to use in crime. Uh, exactly, crime yeah. Yeah, you know, all the baddies, you know, the, the sort of standard baddies in Korean crime shows. Yeah. yeah. But Makes anyway. you wonder, right, how many cults there are in Korea. Must be a lot. Because <laughs> they kind of... Uh, you know, almost every crime show would have some link to some church, which is a cult. So. Yeah. I think there's a Netflix documentary that they put out is it earlier in the year or last mm-hmm. year or something. And I think I haven't seen it, but it is about these Korean, you know, cults. You see, the, the thing is, it's very easy to lure people with promise of, you know, um, money and healing and all this sort mm-hmm. of stuff, you know. So yeah, because because people are desperate, you exactly you are appealing to how desperate they are. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you watch um, Decoy, but anyway, I don't know is is Decoy on? No, no, that's not on Netflix. Sorry, no, Decoy is on Vicky. But I, I was watching, right. that and they they dealt with a very interesting issue about these um, pyramid schemes, you know. So that's another mm. one that's come up a lot lately as well, where yes, people correct. get embroiled yeah. in. In all Scams, these kind right? of yeah, these pyramid schemes or these uh, multi-level kind of marketing things. Very dangerous, actually. Yeah, kind of interesting. Oh, but you mentioned you also watch the. Is that all you were watching for Korean dramas? Um, I think so. What 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 have I been watching? Uh, let me see. Well, not others. The Miraculous Brothers. I finished that one. Oh, there's a Chinese drama as well, right? Uh, yes. Well, last night we went to watch Oppenheimer, the movie. So... Did you like that? That was oh, I read it was pretty good. It was it was pretty good. I I liked it except for some sex scenes which were qu- kind of unnecessary. You know, it didn't really do 
anything for the show at all. Mm. Like it was just totally, um, I think, a waste of time and just to shock people or something. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. But it was actually, <laughs> it was very, very interesting. It was fascinating. I was fascinated, right? I'm not a, I, I you know, I like historical drama. So that was, that was good, uh, right up my alley. Um, so yeah, there's some politics in it too, obviously, because he got, you know, he was accused of being a communist, whether he was a communist, when he was a communist or when he was not, you know, how sympathetic was he to communists, all that sort of stuff as well. So because he had to have, you know, security, he's, he's got, um, you know, because of the Manhattan Project, right, his security clearance had to be very, you know, like, uh, what do you call solid. And there are other people with agendas as well. So, you know, so it's not all about whether he's kosher or not, but it's about also the agendas of other people. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., of course, everybody knows as Iron Man. He was in it. He's very good as well. Um, Such a good actor. He is yeah, really good. Cool. He is really good in Oppenheimer. It's a three-hour movie, and actually it doesn't feel like it. It's actually, right. it's, it's, it doesn't feel very long. It just, there's a lot of things that happen. Uh, yeah, of course, I think the music's a bit loud. The, the background music is just blah, blaring through. And uh, I think, you know, Christopher Nolan likes to use arty things, style, you know, stylistically. Style, right? He likes yeah. to play around Batman, with stuff. Yeah, it's more than that, too. It's a little bit, it's a bit different from Batman or his Dark Knight trilogy. It's quite different. Um, but it's a, it's a fascinating show about a very fascinating person. Like, you know, so he's not just, you know, the head of the Manhattan Project, but he was also, he's also had a very interesting, colourful life and as, as a man of mm. science as well. So he, was, you know, he brought quantum physics to America as well. So, yeah, it's quite interesting. It's fascinating stuff. I'm not a science person. This is the, the husband and the daughter, the, the one of the daughters. You know, they are really into, they could understand a lot more than I did, but there was not that much science in it. So they didn't really go into the science of. It's, it's, it's a biography of sorts. It is really a biography. It really is. It's a character study. Yeah. Right. And the uh, the actor who plays Killian Murphy, who plays um, Oppenheimer, is he's very good. I mean, everybody's right. very good. The acting in this show is just superb, and there's a lot of famous people in it. You you see cameos of different actors. So yeah, it's 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 good fun. I haven't watched too many other dramas. Um, I did drop a couple of sea dramas. This year, the sea dramas have been not that great, to be honest. But I've discovered this one, which I want to make a thread for in the Jung Haven forums. What's the name? And I like it almost as much as Love Like the Galaxy. Um, it's called... Oh, really? Yeah, it's hybrid. really good. The The male... Okay, no. I shouldn't... What's the male lead? He's not, he's not the male lead. Now, two of the male... It's a reverse harem. Okay, you know what that means. It's like oh. Love Like the Galaxy. Yes. So it's one girl and a few guys. The male actors, I don't know two of them, but the one that I love, the reason why I watched it, right, uh, his name is Tan Jianci. He was in I a show last him. year. He was in a show last year called Under the Skin. And I made a thread for that on John Haven. And, it's, and he played a, a sketch artist who is also a cop. So he does portraits of people and he helps the, his team. Uh, it's a police procedural, and he helps his team find people using his art. All right, and he's also a bit of a psychologist as well, uh, in his own way. You know, under the skin. So that's under the skin. Now he's in this one too, and he plays um, a mythological figure, like a a sea serpent. 
It's called Lost You Forever. I think that's right. And he is one of the male leads. Okay, he is not the main male lead. All right. Oh, will he get the girl? Oh, I see. <laughs> no. Unfortunately, neither he nor the male lead get the girl. The person who gets the girl is my least favorite person in the whole show. So, okay. this is very unfortunate, but it's a good show nonetheless. And Han Jianci is really good as the demon, as the the nine-headed serpent monster, sea monster, so whatever. So, so, so the guy you like is the serpent? Yeah, but he, you don't see him as a serpent. He's, most of the time, he looks like something from Lord oh, of the Rings. He has, he has silver hair. He looks, he okay. looks fantastic. Um, and uh, so, yeah, this is the show that I've been watching the last couple of weeks. And I absolutely love it. Now, the, prob- the reason why I don't love it as much as Love Like the Galaxy, but pretty close, is because of the romance, unfortunately, right? Um, the the, the uh, girl in the middle of this whole story, kind of, is Yang Zi. I don't know if you remember her. I, I don't know if you've ever seen her in anything. No, um, I've not seen her. I mentioned her on the MDL page now looking at it. Yeah. Very so, interesting. So she is... Uh, she is quite a popular actress. I mean, she's been around. She's done quite a lot of different things. She's uh, I've seen her in uh, Go Go Squid with Li Xian. And I've seen her in... Uh, what's the other? The Psychologist with Jing Boran. Right. And she gets around. I think she was in something called Immortal Samsara with Cheng Yi. So I haven't seen that because that's Xianxia and I don't touch this. Now, usually I don't watch fantasy Chinese shows either. But yeah, I'm surprised. I was going to ask you, is it this fantasy? It, it is, kind of. Not really your... It's actually a very grounded show, right? It's actually more like a historical drama with a little bit of magic in it. All right? And these people live a long time, okay? They take a long time to, to age. So it's a bit like Lord of the Rings, that kind of stuff, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so they're a bit like elves and in the Lord of the Rings, uh, the Numenorians, the elves, etc. But, but she... She and her cousin belong to this country, you know, um, called Sien. And they, as kids, you know, they saw people die. And I think her, his mother, it's he, the, her cousin is the, the main male lead. Okay, the story is actually about him. But the romance gets oh, really Tang bogged Wan down. Is, that, is Tang Wan Yi the male lead? Yes. Tang Wan Yi? Yes. Okay. Yes, he's the main male lead. So he is a prince of this kingdom and she is a princess but of another kingdom but they're cousins because you know they're I think it's their their mothers or sisters or something like that right right um so her mother married you know off to another of course that's what royalty does right so they marry you know mm-hmm. other sure. royalty etc anyway so mm-hmm. yeah so they get separated you know when they're young and he's been looking for her and she's been wandering by herself and somewhere. So her father has lost track of her. He, her cousin has lost track of her. And so when the show opens, we see her basically... Well, okay, no, when the show opens, we see the kids. But when they become adults, right? Okay, whatever age. They're supposed to be hundreds of years old and all this sort of stuff. But anyway, it, it doesn't matter. All of that is just window dressing because it feels really 
much more grounded and it's much more like a historic, just a straight historical drama. There's there's a bit of politics going on. There's a fight for the throne. Um, even though there are more, you know, demons and monsters, you know, whatever it is, it's it's really it's still a political drama. It's it's still largely a political drama in some ways, right? I mean, it's large, it's a rom- that the romance is quite strong, which is quite unfortunate because if the romance was less important in this show. I think um, if the romance was less important in this show, I think, you know, I would love it a lot more. Sad, sad to say. Because the, the, the best character, my favorite character is, is the, the demon. So his name is Xiang Lu, right? And right. so he, he has a very interesting relationship with her at the start. He's, he's a bit of a, I, I call it, I mean, he's like a vampire. <laughs> sucks her blood and stuff for for healing and you know this is Tan Jianxi's character right? yeah Tan is really good he is really really good I mean I don't mean you know like people are in love with him right everybody's in love with him just about okay not everybody but a lot of people are and they hope they want him to be the main male lead so this is the unfortunate thing (laughs) he want they want him to get the girl and he, because his acting okay. is so good, his acting is by far the best of all of the, the male characters. Of the male, of the lead star, right? Yeah, now. yeah. And so he kind of overshadows their, them a bit because of that. He's okay. quite a charismatic figure as well because of the way he mm-hmm. looks, he dresses, and, and the, his, his sort of dynamic with, this, with the female lead, with Yang Zi's character. So he, when, when they first meet, she's just a, a kind of a physician living in a, you know, a very small village, town, okay, town, village, whatever, with her adoptive sons and her adoptive father, I guess you can call it. So she's been wandering around for a bit, and she's been kind of away from home for a long time, like a few hundred years or something like that. And so she's she's a man, right? She, she has done some magic to herself or, you know, so that now she looks like a man to everybody. Right, right. Yeah. So this is basically the setting of that. I guess part of the story is for her to regain her kind of identity as the princess mm. of another country and then for her to reunite with her cousin, right? And then, of course, she gets entangled with these three guys. Um, it turns out she, there's a fourth guy, too, who, wants, who likes her later on. This story is written, the original novel, is written by the writer of Scarlet Heart. So that's a very famous... Oh. So Pu Pu Jinxin, yeah. right. So this, I only just discovered this like in the last past week. I've been watching it and I realized suddenly, I thought, this show reminds me of Scarlet Heart. And then, <laughs> true enough, it's the writer of right. Scarlet Heart. And she is also one of the writers on this team for, this, for the, the television production as well. I think from what I gather from other people, because I haven't read the novel, but they say it's quite faithful to the novel. It's a good adaptation. Uh, I guess with the writer on board, it should be right. Yeah, it's 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 very good. I, I like it a lot. It's a serious, for the most part, I think it's quite a serious. Even though there's a lot of young people in it, it's actually quite a serious drama. It takes the politics quite seriously. Marriage is not marriage is about a, so you know convenient. Sorry, not like a fluffy kind of. No, know, no, marriage is about making connections. Like yeah, but the romance is a bit fluffy, and which is why I don't like it. It's in part why I don't like it. Um, is because it's it's a bit too the the male the the guy that she likes or actually she she likes 
the other guy too, but she likes the demon guy too. Um, I think she does, and I think most people think she does as well. So, but the guy who opens his mouth first is the he is a he is the son of a family of a prestigious family. Okay, so he's part of the nobility. He's the, the leader of his. I think he's the he's been groomed to become the leader of um, this his clan, shall we say? And they are business people, um, but it is a reasonably powerful family, right? They have a lot of clout, and but he's a bit of a puppy, you know. And so I I'm not sure that he belongs in this show. <laughs> so I remain. I find it hard to root for him and the and the female lead. I just can't. So I, I, I struggled a lot with that part. But the rest of the show I really liked. Um, and I, I do like some of that Game of Thrones stuff that's going on. It's not like Game of Thrones, but it's got that some of that element where his, right. the main male lead, he's basically trying to fend off attacks from his uncles. His, his grandfather, who was the king, hasn't announced his successor. So the whole time people are just, you know, on tender hooks or they're trying they're plotting and scheming against him. And he's also plotting and scheming a little bit himself to try and consolidate his position, to try and build his power base and, and consolidate, you know, himself as a contender for the throne. So there's a bit of that going on as well. And then there's that romance or or the harem. <laughs> I I actually think people should just watch it, even if it's just for Tan Jian-si's acting, because honestly, <laughs> to just watch him like angsting away, it's just, oh man. You know, there are some scenes where he he's trying to stop himself from giving in, you know, to his feelings. And it's just some of the best acting I see from him. Like the way he, his eyes just, his eye acting, oh. It's very good. Oh, it's just amazing stuff. I just... It's it's a it's I think the best C drama I've seen all year. I I've seen quite a few, and they've a lot of it is very disappointing this year. It's just not a good year for C dramas. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's hasn't been a good year. I, I, I've not. I've seen. I mean, we can see from the threads and all that. There's yeah. no big show. It wasn't like it yeah. wasn't like the last time we had such a really hot drama was Love Like the Galaxy. Yes. And yes. everything else after that was like mediocre. It, it, it hasn't. There's nothing that hit the heights of, of mm. Love Like the Galaxy. This one could, except it's split into two parts. That's a that's a, mm. no, another bummer, and no one knows when the second part is coming out. Not even the actor himself. You know, he's been. I think he's been on Instagram or something. They filmed something. it. They have filmed it. Or? They have. Yeah, they have filmed it. Someone apparently what? said that they the the script has been leaked for part two. So who knows? Oh. <sighs> yeah. Okay, I mean, um, the thing is, I don't think anybody on our forums is watching because maybe the actor is not. Well, not every uh, same, I that's why that. I want to make a thread because I don't think anyone's made was, is watching it or you know has made a thread, but they all yeah. liked him in um, Under the Skin, so that's Under the one skin. I introduced. Yeah, I, and I, I remember, I remember Under the Skin because I think you were the one who watched. Yeah. Who, who, who tagged them to watch? Right. I mean, right. I thought you were introduced. Yeah, yeah, and and a yeah. couple of people actually did watch watch it. Right till the end, mm. so you know. Mm. But I think so, so now. So that means the story still has more to go, right? As in, like whatever it, you have seen now, it's not really the no. end, is it? Yeah. So it's it's ended at a good place. Like it, it there is a, a kind of an an era that's concluded. So sort of closure yeah. for that point. That's right. right. So there is some kind of um, end point. 
that makes sense. Okay, so it's not a cliffhanger. I don't. I don't think it's a cliffhanger. I think it ends quite well for part one. Right. And then part two. But part is... two will have the same cast, right? I mean, Pretty much. I hope. Well, I'm hoping so. Gee, I'm not watching. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's a continuation of that story. Yeah. What I mean, yeah. yeah. So, so part two will be a continuation of the story. So anyway, I will. I think I will try and make a thread. I I did send off a note. To, I mean, I I don't know. I didn't know who to ask or where to ask. So anyway, I've. I've looked a few times. I don't see it, and I don't think anyone's talking to me. No one's tagged me. No, I don't me. think so. I don't think so. So I, I'm, I'm just not, gonna I'm make not a thread. That, that, yeah, just go ahead and make it because I yeah. don't think I don't think anybody's watching that because I would know if there's an active thread because I yeah. sometimes go through the threads a little bit. Yeah. Just to see what to promote, but I don't remember anybody talking about it. Yeah. Well, uh, Silver Moon T X watches. Okay, the ones who watch a lot of C dramas is Silver Moon T and Tofu and. So yeah, they, yeah. they watch quite a bit of yeah, yeah. they like they like the Yeah, I think Osmanth- I think they like the C dramas more than K dramas. Yeah, I think Osmanthus T also watches a lot of C. Yeah, so, yeah, right. Yeah. They they watch a lot of C Because yeah. I'm not a big I have to say I'm not a big C drama fan, yeah, so yeah. but I, I am selective, right? So yeah. like if I see an actor like that, oh Mune, so then I'll watch <laughs> yeah. <him>, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, a bit this show actually does remind me a bit of Love Like the Galaxy. That's why I said I would like oh, really? to recommend it because it does have similarities um mm. the, the the guy that i don't like that she that the female lead likes is reminds mm. me of ayao and i i've said that and people seem to kind of you know <laughs> seems to have resonated with some of the people in mdl when mm. i made that observation but so yeah haven't, I'm, I'm i haven't reading some of the all the uh, what do you call that uh reviews on mdls it's got quite high ratings you know because mdl yeah. can be quite harsh sometimes oh especially on c dramas yeah Yes, oh, yeah, correct. This is 8.7. Yeah. That's a lot. That, That's yeah. pretty high. It's it's actually yeah. a good drama. I've watched some... Honestly, I've watched some turkeys this year. You know, this is not mm. one of them. This is actually good. Mm. You know, it's 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 one of those tragic shows. It's got a lot of self-sacrificing, you know, people looking at the bigger picture, people thinking about others before themselves. All that sort of stuff is in there. It's what makes it, I think, very powerful in that sort of way. I think that's what people, you know, resonate. It's very, so now, it's a much many, deeper show. Uh, oh, it's, oh, it's finished. How many episodes are there? Oh, part one's oh, finished. Oh, oh yeah, it's all done. One, part one, right? Yeah, yeah, it's all but done. I don't see a, a link for part two, though. Part two. Um, but they said part two is coming out. They don't know when it's coming out because all kinds of rumors are flying around the place saying. But, but he's filmed it, though. I mean, they should. <laughs> yeah, but you know, there are rules in China now about having dramas that are more than 40 episodes and they have to be split into I two see. and they have to be I look I don't know I'm not kind of conver- you know conversant with any of this stuff but from what I gather they have to have some the first part and the second part must have some distance between them I'm not All exactly right. sure what that distance of time has to be so uh, anyway yeah but, but I was I'm just looking at Tan uh, Chenzi right Tan Chenzi his, his uh, biography his he, skin too is coming out as well. Yes, correct. So that would be great. And he is mm. a fantastic dancer as well. He reminds me of Lee Jun Gi, you know? He's got that yep, he's yep. got that versatility and he's got like he's good across the board. I've watched some videos of him singing and dancing. He's really good. With both. Like he's good at everything. <laughs> so But he's a he's a trained Latin dancer. And he's because he's a small 
he's not a tall guy, right? Yeah, he's, he's quite skinny, you can see. Yeah, he's, he's small. small, and so he's got the body of a dancer. Quite an interesting biography of shows. Mm. <laughs> anyway, okay. we should probably end now, because right. it's uh, over yep. an hour and 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, thanks again for making time for me. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks. It was, such, it was a pleasure, as always. Yeah. Well, we'll see you another time and in the forums.